When you hear the name Jesus, what comes to mind? Do you think of a certain religion or a good teacher? Perhaps you think of the Last Supper painting or a certain preacher you've heard. It is easy for all of us to picture Jesus in our own way, but is the Jesus we're picturing really who Jesus is? The goal of this podcast is to help people know Jesus through the Bible. Today, we talk about the encounter Jesus has with the Samaritan woman in the book of John, chapter 4. Welcome to the Jesus Table Podcast. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the first episode of the Jesus Table Podcast. My name is Elliot Reyna. I will be your co-host along with Dr. Nick Venditti. He has Ask me not to call him doctor, but I think it's important for the, at least for the first episode, for people to know who you are. Uh, Dr. Nick, why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself, tell them a little bit about who sure. you are. Sure. Well, my name is Nick Venditti. I was raised in New York City, lived overseas in Spain for a good number of years, uh, uh, became a believer in the Lord uh, in the country of Spain, came back to the U.S. and got my master's and doctorate out in California in seminary. Uh, Fuller Theological Seminary, and uh, serving the Lord, uh, wanting to know more about Jesus, studying studying the Bible, uh, and uh, just wanting people to have an encounter with Jesus, the Jesus of the Bible. Very well, very good. And I am, My name is Elliot Reyna. I um, work at a church here in Dallas. I just recently, a few years ago, graduated from Christ for the Nations, Institute and now I'm serving with the youth at the church and media and a bunch of stuff. But I am I consider myself a student of the word and I know you do as well, Nick. And we're just here to continue to learn more about Jesus and share a little bit of what we know. So, um, so yeah, we we want to start this podcast basically to help people know Jesus, the true Jesus, right? Um, exactly. Yeah, there's um there's a lot of people out there that say they well i feel like jesus is like this or i feel like jesus is like that and then at the end of the day we want to help people see jesus through scripture we we want to help our own you know eyes have a clear vision of who jesus is through the bible and through who um what he revealed about himself so that's kind of just the purpose of this as podcast. a matter of fact i think elliot that's why we call this the jesus table that's right because we're having a conversation you know in many cultures throughout the world uh, people would get around a table, whether it be in a meal or just chatting or having some coffee at a, a local coffee shop or whatever, and people just talk. They talk about different things. So we want to just uh, discuss and talk. Uh, we're open to, to see what God wants to do in our lives, but also the lives of others as they have an encounter with Jesus, as they learn more about what the Bible says about Jesus. So, uh, I'm really looking forward to these episodes, very much so. Yeah, me too. I'm looking forward to learning a little bit more and um, just talking about them. Like you said, this is what Jesus did, right? He would sit at the table with people and talk. So let's let's get started. This Well, th- for the first episode here, we, what we want to do is talk about an encounter Jesus had with the Samaritan woman. Um, for those of you who don't know, the, this will be in the Gospel of John, um, chapter 4. And here, right. Jesus has an encounter with a Samaritan woman while she's looking to get water from a well, and things get very interesting after that. As a matter of fact, it really gets, 
you, you notice that Jesus really goes against his culture in many ways. First of all, he meets a woman, meets her at a well, you know, which is a public place. And uh, as he meets her, he starts talking to her directly. And plus, she's a Samaritan. And we know from the biblical background that, first of all, Samaritans, and even the story tells us that Samaritan Jews didn't get along. It's something like East Side, East Side Story, I mean, uh, West Side That's Story. It's a good movie. You know, where, where you have, you know, you have one ethnic group and another ethnic group, or Romeo and Juliet, two different families, you know, mm -hmm. so... It's, it's a story that's very familiar in many, many cultures. And they have this encounter. And uh, initially, it's, it seems that she is having a... She's a little antagonistic towards Jesus at the beginning, you know? Saying, well, you're a Jew. And, uh, you know, Jews and Samaritans, we don't get along. And uh, it's almost like getting in Jesus' face, like, what are you doing here, you know? And it's curious how Jesus deals with her and how little by little as they enter into a conversation she starts changing you know first she calls him sir which is a uh, a way of showing respect to jesus but then she starts wondering maybe you're a prophet uh you know we're waiting for a prophet but yeah the jews say this but we say this so it's a fascinating fascinating story and of course finally she comes to faith in believing that jesus is the messiah that uh, her people and many other people were were uh, longing uh, for him to come. So it's just a fascinating story to see how Jesus sort of disarms her, mm -hmm. you know, in the midst of everything. She's curious about not only Jesus the person, but he's, they start talking about water. And why don't you continue from there, yeah. uh, Elliot? Well, like you said, she Jesus is wary from his journey. He comes looking for water. She's there as well, which is, you could call it, divine providence or, you know, like God orchestrating things, um, that he meets her there, asks for water. And she, she replies like, what are you talking to a Jew, talking to a Samaritan? Right. And, um, like you said, we know, um, that they had beef. That would be a nice way to put it. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and if, that's uh, a 21st century word. Yep. <laughs> like, um, tell me if I'm wrong, but like, from what I understand, their, their, um, fight or, the antagonistic ways that they had of treating each other came from the exile, right? Like even right. 700 or 600 years before Jesus. I don't remember exactly when, exactly. when Assyria took, what was it? The, and the Northern kingdom was left behind and they started mixing with people. And so the Jews considered these people not true Jews because they had mixed with exactly. other people. And it was really more the Babylonian captivity. That's what it was, yes. You know, uh, you know the Babylonian captivity, roughly 586 B.C. And uh, during the Babylonian captivity, you know, they took the book of Daniel, for example, a fascinating book uh, where you see that they took uh, the first wave, to sort of say it, they took uh, the elite and they took the young boys, mm -hmm. young men, uh, of the upper crusts of society like Daniel and his friends and they took them and uh, what they did also was uh, had other people settle in the land uh, finally when Jerusalem did fall and the Samaritans uh, were part of that so there was a lot of resentment uh, because of that and of course when they came back approximately four centuries before Jesus five centuries before Jesus after the 70 years exile they came back, there was, you know, 
this was my land. No, no, no. Right. This is our land. I mean, just a whole bunch of, um, you know, uh, ethnic problems to say uh, the least. So, and again, we're talking about centuries. So here you have a woman approximately four or five centuries later, still um, antagonistic towards the Jews and obviously the Jews antagonistic towards the Samaritans. That's right. So, so it's a, it's you know that's why I said West Side Story all over again. <laughs> yeah, but it wasn't some a simple. Oh, we don't like you. It was a yeah. very intense. Like you've you've yeah. betrayed our people. You're not part of our people anymore. Right. Um, which is kind of right. hard for us to get our head around of what that must have felt like being a Samaritan or being a Jew against Samaritan. Um, but yeah, exactly. you're right. That was the. As a matter of fact, history records, Elliot, if I remember correctly. Uh, history records that many times Jews, for example, when they would go uh, north, uh, rather than go through Samaria, which was a shorter route, they would go around Samaria to avoid any contact. So, I mean, that's wow. that's major. Yeah. Yeah, not even to take a shortcut, they would go through that. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. <laughs> that's intense. Wow. Yeah, you're right. Like with the so just with the Babylon exile. Not with the Syrians yeah, before yeah. that, that's or around both. Of right, them. right, right. Both. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. Well, the Syrians were approximately seven, eight hundred years before Jesus, right? And this was five eighty six, approximately the full Babylonian captivity. So I mean, uh, you know, and, and it's curious because you notice how God continues reaching out to His people even during those centuries prior to all of this. Mm -hmm. And uh, that's what the story is really about, about God reaching out to somebody. Right. Here you have a woman, again, that uh, somebody would use the phrase ill repute, you know, many husbands, etc. You know, and uh, not a Mother Teresa, to use a phrase, a modern phrase today, you know. And yet, Jesus reached out to her, mm -hmm. and he cared for her, and he respected her. So, I mean, I, I, I was, you know, one of the things that you said, Elliot, was that you're a student of, of the Word. And I, I consider myself a student of the Word, even though I may have some advanced studies. But still, it, there's so much to learn. Mm -hmm. There's so much to learn from the stories in the Bible. And especially uh, Jesus, I just find it so fascinating. And again, our story. So let's, let's continue with, with this, yeah. okay? Yes, so... Um... So not only that, but she's also a woman, which so I, I can only imagine what the disciples were thinking at this point. What are you doing talking to a woman in public and and a Samaritan? But Jesus again seeking reconciliation, seeking to reveal who he is. That he, the whole purpose of the Jews in the beginning was to be enlightened to the nations, that all nations may come to God and know Him. Right? So exactly, I think that's, that's great. And despite her resistance at first, like you said, she starts at least treating him with some respect because he's being respectful to her. And then after he talks about her husband, she's like, how do you possibly, how can you possibly know that you must be a prophet? Um, and then, um, and then she asks her the question of where should we worship, which was one of the other big problems of the Samaritans. And then she comes to say, right. you must be the Messiah, which was curious to know that the Samaritans were also waiting for the Messiah, just like the Jews. But, um, right. Here you can see both Jesus inviting her to like, you will know, he doesn't just come up and say, hey, I'm the Messiah. He slowly like, <laughs> you know, like tugs at her heart, asks questions, but she, um, she reciprocates. She is also asking questions. She's digging. She's curious to know. And she's, um, she's open to the truth. And I think that's, that, that's, that's amazing yeah. how, how God does that, how Jesus does that. 
And it's also curious to notice that she went there initially to get some water. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, that's that's sort of, I don't know if you want to say the excuse of her being there. But then once she realizes who Jesus really was, you know, and who he really is, she, she you know, she leaves her jar right there and runs immediately to her town to tell the people. You know, it's like, forget the water. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Which is weird because, you know, obviously we know from Matthew 28 that Jesus tells his disciples to go into all nations and to, you know, make disciples and go preach mm-hmm. the gospel. But, well, maybe he did, but we don't have an, we don't have it on record that he told her to do that. She just, exactly. she just naturally ran and yeah. the people who maybe she would be um, ashamed to be around before because of her, mm-hmm. her like you said, her her baggage, her her past. Yeah. But now she's running mm-hmm. towards them with this good news, you know, of, yeah, of who yeah, she has yeah. found. So that's that transformation from resistance to running to share the truth is is amazing. With one conversation, we don't know how long the conversation was. If, but exactly, that's, that's still that's a miracle. That's that's a that's a yeah. huge miracle. Yeah. And. Um, and then the people come back after she's been sharing with them and the people say something really amazing. They say, now we have seen with our own eyes that you are the savior of the world, which, right. which is curious because even the Jews who were expecting the Messiah, they, they, they wouldn't, well, maybe some, but some would not have said savior of the world. They thought that he was coming to, to restore right. just Israel. So um, exactly, it's weird that they have this deep understanding of, um, of yeah. what Jesus really came to do. And it's curious, again, to know, you know, and these were Samaritans, Mm -hmm. people from the other side of the track, the wrong quote, if I may say, wrong people. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, there's a lot of discussion we we can have over this passage because at the same time, like you said, you know, and obviously there were Jews that recognized Jesus as the Messiah. There are many, many examples of that. And the first disciples were all Jewish, you know. But it's curious to note that here, a Samaritan, not only a Samaritan woman, but the town also recognized. And of course, we know, you know, throughout the Bible, especially the New Testament, how God used Paul as the apostle to the Gentiles mm-hmm. or to the nations. Right. So that, again, Jesus is not just for a clique, a certain economic group or a certain gender. He's for the whole world. And uh, it's curious that they they say, you know, that, now we know that he's the Messiah or the, the anointed or the Christ, the Savior of the world. And it's just fascinating to see how, and, and like you mentioned, you know, in the Great Commission, uh, the importance of us as believers and followers of Jesus to let others know. And that's one of the reasons why we're doing what we're doing. At least I know that's in your heart and in my heart exactly what we're doing. We want people to know the the Jesus, but the Jesus of the Bible, the Jesus who lived and died, and according to scriptures, also reminds us that he rose on the third day. So uh, this story, I mean, you know, we can change. We could say this happened in Dallas or it happened in New York City, or we could say change the venue, but there's still a need for people to really know the Jesus of the Bible. Yeah, for sure. And just like she had her own ideas of, um, of, you know, first of all, who he was, but maybe what the Messiah would come to do. Like she's asking him, if we back up, uh, when she's asking him, well, 
should we worship on this mountain or that mountain? And then he kind of destroys her, her paradigm of what she was thinking, right? She, she That's was, right. She was thinking A, B, and he's like, neither. You know, it's, it's, um, he says, um, <laughs> it's both ends. Yes. It's like, what? It's, yeah. How can that be? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It says, woman, believe me, the hour is coming when neither on this mountain nor on Jerusalem will you worship the Father. You, you worship what you do not no, we worship what we know, for salvation is from the Jews. But the hour is coming and is now here when the true worshipers will worship the Father in spirit and in truth. For the Father is seeking such people to worship Him. God is spirit, and those who worship Him must worship Him in spirit and truth. So these deep revelations that, you know, I'm guessing blew her mind. They blow my mind when I read it. I'm like, whoa, what does that even mean? In spirit and truth, God, what does that even, what does that even look like? So um, I think us being aware that we can all be, have our own misconceptions of who Jesus That's correct. is yeah. um, based on a lot of things. I mean, I grew up believing a lot of things that were right, I think. And I grew up believing a lot of things that I was told that I have now seen that maybe were slightly off or, or completely That's off. Right. You know? And I've had to That's do right. some, you know, relearning in a lot of sense. And I think I continue to like Jesus who... Who really are you? Not just my idea, not my modern Western mindset right. of you, not just what other people have told me about you or, you know, or what I feel about you, but who are you really? And um, what a privilege that she got, obviously, to just actually yeah. meet him face to face and have this encounter. And I believe as much as you do, I, that Jesus still does this today, that he still encounters people and is constantly revealing more of himself. Mm. Um but, well, you know, this sort of reminds me of my story of how I came uh, to believe in Jesus uh, because I used to be before a professional musician and a party animal and all sorts of uh, get high and things like that. And a friend of mine just changed radically his life, I saw, and he challenged me to read the Bible. And for eight years, I read the Bible, Elliot, you know. I continued my lifestyle and all the other different things I did. But at the same time, I had that, I, I, since I was a Spanish major in my undergrad, I said, oh, this is a book. This is a regular book. I mean, there are rules of grammar, and you study this, et cetera, et cetera. And, you know, there's nothing special about the book. But there came that moment when I did have also an encounter, and it was an encounter with the Jesus of the Bible. That's why, again, we want to remind our friends and listeners that that's why we're doing this. If you're curious, if you want to know more, uh, the way you can do this is very simple. Get a Bible. And if, if you've never read a Bible, never studied a Bible, just get a regular Bible or a modern translation of a Bible. There are many, many good translations out there. And start reading. And start reading about Jesus and asking questions. You know, if you notice, Jesus was one that kept on asking questions all the time. So... Mm -hmm. I think it's very legitimate for us to do that. So yeah. uh, I think pretty much, we, yeah, yeah, that's exactly what she did. Yeah, she just kept asking. So, and uh, he reveals himself more as we, as we pursue and as we have that, that hunger to know, or that thirst, I should say, since it was water. Yep. <laughs> well, it's both. <laughs> um, yeah. I, one question, um, I know I have a lot that we just can't get, get to, but one question I yeah. have when I so she comes to a revelation of who Jesus is as a Messiah, right? First as Lord, right. then as prophet, then as Messiah, and the people say, you're a savior of the world. Is it necessary to have a full revelation of Jesus? I know a lot of people have been saying like, um, well, you know, Jesus is a good teacher. Um, I like some things Jesus did, but it's like, 
um, what is it necessary? Do you think believe to have a full revelation of who Jesus is? Well, it, I think I'm one that's very big and we need to define terms, you know. And when you say full revelation, you know, uh, there are those, for example, that say Jesus was a good teacher. And obviously he was. He was a rabbi, etc. And that's part of who Jesus was. But Jesus had a greater purpose. Uh, he, had, he was not only a teacher... But uh, he was much more than that. And I think this story really helps us to understand that. To understand that, that truly Jesus uh, was more than just a teacher. He was a Messiah. He was the one that was, that the Bible tells us very clearly, came and died for the sins of humanity. And he did what no other teacher could do, what no other person could do. What we couldn't do ourselves. So in that sense, I think we need to uh, know more about Jesus, but also bottom line is what was his purpose? Hmm. And it's funny because Christ, I mean, um, John, the author of the gospel, tells us that Jesus did many, many more things, but the purpose that he wrote the gospel was the, that people would know that he was the Christ, the son of the living God. And that's what makes Jesus so unique. A lot of good teachers out there, a lot of uh, scholars out there, but only Jesus, as he said, you know, that he would give rivers, or from our interior, rivers of living water would be, would be expounded, would be coming out. So uh, I think it's, it's, it's you know, it, it's a start, knowing that he was a good teacher, he was a good man, he was a moral uh, person, but we need to go beyond that. That's good. That's good. Yeah, and to clarify, obviously, yeah, I, I, I would, I, I guess, I could say none of us come to a full revelation of Jesus. I guess I should backtrack okay. on that word because yeah. we're constantly getting yeah. to know Him better, right? I for exactly. one, I'm not. I know you haven't. We're, we're still getting to know Him, but but that's that's very exactly. good, very well said. To clarify, just it's a good start, but there is more. There is more of who He is, and um, there is life in this reality of who yeah. He is. That's very well said, Doctor. And as a matter of fact, next week. We'll be looking at another encounter, you know, another time when someone, uh, because there were many people that had encounters with Jesus. And uh, that's what we want to continue uh, doing uh, in our next episode. That's right. Well, I think that's, that's good for our first one. What do you think? I want to thank everyone for joining I'm in it. and listening to us. And um, thank you for, you know, coming on this conversation with us here at the Jesus Table Podcast. We hope to see you next episode as we continue to learn more about Jesus. Take care. Bye-bye, Elliot. Thank you for listening to the Jesus Table Podcast. We pray that these conversations are a blessing for anyone seeking to know who Jesus is and for those seeking to know him even more.